0: Okay, so,
1: to bring it to a weird tangent, in a tangent, with an attention, skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike Mike and and Jeremy. We are fans of the dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. (laughs) Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. At least wait for me to finish taking
0: a sip of my beer. I'm Jeremy.
1: (laughs) What's up, bro? What's going on? You
0: ready for your top five?
1: Oh hell yeah, dude. This was a very exciting year for horror movies. There were a lot of movies that unfortunately didn't make my list. But I mean if we did a top fifty, you just That's a little much. I don't think I watched fifty movies, but
0: Oh, but I probably would say at least 25.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got a list of runner-ups that maybe we'll get to if I'm, if I'm feeling yeah. like it.
0: Yeah, I figured we'd go over some other ones that were also excellent, but just didn't quite make the list.
1: Yeah. We only have 10 slots. Uh, am I just we're just diving right in? Dive right in. Top five. Numero cinco. Ociali Neri. A new movie by Dario Argento. Also known as Dark Glasses. Written with Franco Farini. Music by Arnaud Ribottini. The music is great. Obviously, Dario Argento. It's beautiful and bloody. So we have Alinea Pastorelli. She is an escort. And at the beginning of the movie, she sees like a solar eclipse. And she's being followed by... A psychopath that kills sex workers. She escapes with her life, but with not her sight. So for the rest of the movie, she is blind and being pursued by a killer.
0: This one's subtitled, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, it's on my it's on my watch list on, on Shudder. It was just another one that I just didn't get to.
1: Really fun. The kill's obviously over the top. You know, it's a splatter of red paint everywhere. There's, like, the accident that causes her blindness is is just crazy. She's being chased by the killer, and she ends up crashing into a family, killing the parents. But, yeah, it's a fucked up movie. It's twisted, and that's why it's number five.
0: (laughs) My number five. We're going to go to 1978 in North Denver. As the dreadful infamy of the stealthy child abductor known as the Grabber spreads across the city, terrorizing its residents. Tight knit siblings Finney and Gwen live in fear of two things the masked serial killer and their abusive father. The Black Phone.
1: This was a fun movie.
0: This was a really good movie, and Ethan Hawk has turned into turned in some creepy roles.
1: Yeah, he was really fucking creepy in this uh he's the yeah. magician and he's like that's his ruse to grab kids he's
0: like oh i dropped my groceries when the monstrous grabber kidnaps yet another defenseless boy two local detectives embark on a time-sensitive mission to shed light on the naughty naughty k-n-o-t-t-y the naughty child disappearance cases uh trying to piece insubstantial evidence together however the disconnected black rotary phone on the wall of the deranged kidnapper's well soundproofed basement keeps ringing, but who is on the other end of the line? Who, indeed. And the whole time, like, he's pretty sure, like, is, like, the grabber. Like, wasn't his, his brother lives in the same house? Uh, his brother
1: was staying there.
0: Oh, uh, just staying. Oh, well, yeah. So he and has no clue what, what's, what's going on.
1: And he and, is on a lot of cocaine, and he's trying to solve the case. Like, he is, like, a true crime aficionado. It's like, I, I'm so close. I've narrowed it down to this house. No, that can't be right. This is the house I'm standing in. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, fun movie. Ethan Hawke, magnificent in the movie. It also makes you, you know, kind of hold your kids a little tighter because there's some crazy people out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. But great movie. Stranger danger. Don't, don't talk to strangers. Yeah. Don't get in their van. <laughs> Don't, don't even get near them. Don't help them out. They drop their groceries. I mean, that seems a little harsh, but if you're a kid alone, you don't need to, you know, save that for the adults. Yeah. Okay, number four, directed and written by Zach Kreger. I'm not going to say too much about this movie because I went into it knowing basically nothing, and I think that's a good way to go into this. Barbarian.
0: That, that one just uh, came out recently too, right? All of these movies came out recently, Jeremy. I'm, I mean, within the last, like, month or so. Uh, no, it's been out for a while. No? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård. Uh, <laughs> this dude is funny. So, anyway, Georgina Campbell, her character, is going for a job interview in Detroit, and she gets an Airbnb. It's very late at night when she arrives. The key's missing, and Bill Skarsgård's character also had booked that same Airbnb. This is obviously some kind of oversight. They can't get a hold of the host. So she ends up staying the night. And it's hilarious because he goes, I don't look like some kind of monster, do I? And then he does a smile and it's just like, yeah, 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 you actually fucking do. You look like Pennywise. <laughs> He's got that that smile, you know. It's pretty cre- creepy. Uh, Justin Long has a great role in this. We've got Richard Brake Blink. Or not listen for a second, and you might miss these small cameos by Kate Bosworth and Sarah Paxton. If you can find those cameos, those are little little fun, like not Easter eggs, but kind of. Yeah, really fun movie. Fucking twisted, man. I want to make a really funny joke, but I don't want to ruin it. So just just <laughs> check it out, Barbarian. It's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Number
0: four. But, uh, why don't we go back to uh, go to Woodsboro High School again? Nice. Uh, Twenty-five years after Billy Loomis and Stu Mocker terrorized the town of Woodsboro, high schooler Tara Carpenter's home alone and texting her friend Amber. Uh, Landline rings. We all know the, we know all the basic story of Scream, but Trick. Scream 2022. Trick. Do you like scary
1: movies?
0: Yeah, I like like a basically it's, it's like a more modern I call it a retelling of like the original, but just like a new version of it, I guess.
1: They call it a requel.
0: A requel, yes, I just learned that. Where we, uh, where Huey from from the boys is uh, is in this.
1: Yep, clenching his butt, and transporting around,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: teleporting.
0: So you all are you all caught up on that? Yeah, the last season was fucked up.
1: <laughs> all the seasons are fucked up. <laughs> Definitely looking forward to when that comes back.
0: But yeah, new cast, old cast. I mean, Courtney Cox, Nev Campbell, David Arquette, awesome in this movie jenna ortega again she's she's been doing pretty well for herself this year she
1: has had a great year
0: scream five slash scream 2022 and it was a nice cool little thing at the end of the credits or just before the credits where it said for west so the, the show was or the movie was dedicated to west west craven nice so that was pretty cool too
1: awesome yeah that was a that was a good one so my number three watcher Directed by Chloe Okuno, written by Zach Ford and Chloe Okuno. We have Maika Monroe. Many people know her from It Follows. So her husband moves for work, um, I believe, to Romania. She's trying to learn the language. But obviously when she first gets there, she knows nothing of what anyone is saying. So her husband has to translate. So there's like conversations that she's like almost completely left out of. So she's feeling alone, isolated, and she starts to feel like she's being watched. And she looks out the apartment window and across the way. Sure enough, there's a creepy guy in the window. And she's like, is he really looking at me? He just happens to be standing there. The husband's saying she's paranoid. But she waves And he waves back. And now she's getting this paranoid feeling that she's being followed by him. And there's these horrible decapitations. I should have brought that up. People are being decapitated. (laughs) Women are being decapitated. And she feels like she could be next. And she feels like she knows who the killer is. But everyone thinks she's crazy and no one will listen to her. Is she crazy? Find out. Good movie. It's really well done the way that you know it's like a fish out of water story so she's yep. like out of place she doesn't know what anyone's saying and just it just adds to her the paranoia
0: really cool all right number 3 this was a fun one on uh on Netflix a hard working blue collar dad just wants to provide a good life for his quick witted 10 year old daughter but his mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income hunting and killing vampires. Nice day shift.
1: Yeah, this was this was a funny movie. The
0: fucking hilarious. Uh, Jamie Fox. Snoop. Snoop, who is just doing Snoop things while <laughs> killing fucking vampires.
1: Basically, yeah.
0: In a cowboy hat. Yeah. So essentially, he's you know he owes was he owes his wife I think um, was like alimony or child support. So he's got to come up with. Like five thousand dollars over the weekend or something like that. So well, that's to get to
1: that's to get the them to stay.
0: To stay, that's right. Yeah. So he goes back to the, uh, I guess the. The union, to try to get some uh, night shift jobs. Because yes,
1: there is a vampire union, vampire killers union. Yeah.
0: I think he he gets put on probation and he's hanging around with uh, James Franco's brother. Who is absolutely hilarious in this movie too? Well, actually, I kind of like him more than James Franco.
1: He's he's uh yeah he's definitely funny.
0: So and they end up getting caught up in this middle of this giant vampire war kind of thing. Well, not a war amongst the vampires, but you know he's basically taking down an entire community of vampires. But so fun, great movie. The kid and this is awesome too.
1: The scene that really stuck with me. Uh, so they're they're out in the day these these vampires. They, yeah, they, That's the goal is for them to be able to, to walk in, in the day. Of course, that's like every vampire plot. But they have like umbrellas and super suntan lotion, but they have like the foundation of a house and a vampire is chained to the ground and there's like umbrellas all over him, so he's still in the shade and he gets buried in cement and the like villain in this movie, she goes, we'll dig you up in a hundred years so you can see how well we have done. And that is just like, oh my God. Can you imagine that? Because he doesn't die. Right. He's just trapped in that cement until, until yeah, someone digs him up. Yeah. That is a long time.
0: But yeah, super fun movie. Definitely give it a check out. It's on a, it's on Netflix. Great soundtrack.
1: Oh, wicked cool soundtrack. All right. My number two. Based off the Joe Hill novel, Scott Derrickson directed. Also wrote the screenplay with C. Robert Cargill. We're talking black phone, baby. Drake! Cheers. So yeah, Mason Thames plays the main character in this. He, I, I swear, I looked it up to make like it's like this guy looks just like a little Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I, I, I like is he related? But no, it doesn't yeah. appear, appear he's related. We have Madeline McGraw. As his badass sister, she is cool as hell. Obviously, Ethan Hawke, Jeremy Davies, Dicky from Dicky Bennett from Justified, plays their alcoholic father. Do you think he was the, it, uh, like justified in the end? His art, his over arc. Um, did he come around at the end? I feel like he did. It, yeah. I feel like maybe they cut some scenes that would have made it more impactful, but I felt like he came around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with you.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, that guy was a bastard. It's like, you got to be quiet as shit in the morning. And Yeah. Uh, but you were saying Ethan Hawke's brother is like living in the same house or at least staying there. He's played by James Ransone, Eddie from It Chapter 2. He does a, a, a hilarious part. He's not in the movie for very long, but that, that was awesome. And, yeah, Ethan Hawke is very unsettling as the grabber. And Tom Savini did a badass job with that mask. Yeah. Such a creepy mask. It's got like two parts, so it's like over the eyes and then the mouth, and he can like interchange them, and yeah, he is creepy.
0: So my number two. Now, have you ever tried... um, Probably. Fuck. (laughs) Should have wrote down the name of this. Oh, God. Anyway, or have you ever gone to the Clown Cafe? Or maybe Uh, had yourself some like... Art Krispies or Art Flakes, whatever the fuck they were called. That was
1: such a weird part.
0: (laughs) But it was (laughs) was, cool, though. I liked it. It was. uh, The big chick playing the banjo. come to the clown cafe. Well, whatever the hell the hell song was. But anyway, Miles County, Terrifier 2. Cheers. Cheers. So, needless to say, if somebody says, wow, multiple people are vomiting while seeing this movie, I need to go check it out.
1: Yes. I mean, obviously... I was a huge fan of the first one, oh, of course. so I didn't need to hear anything to to check out this the second one. But yeah, the hype it but lived up same, to the hype,
0: right? And I was just like curious, and I'm like, okay, like I'm I'm curious as to what exact scene people were vomiting at. I'm gonna guess the bed scene. The bed scene, yeah, probably. probably. I guess probably.
1: Or it wasn't even really happening. I mean, there yeah. was I definitely saw a picture of throw up on a on the ground. Yeah, but like you know that could just be a drunk the, person.
0: Right. I mean, they could have also used it as like a marketing, like, I mean, tactic or something. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I also could call this Art the Clown Has an Imaginary Friend. Yeah, the pale girl. She was, oh, my God, creepy. Yeah. At the, at the beginning, when they're in the laundry, the laundromat, he's just like, oh, and he's like playing patty cake with fucking nobody. nobody? <laughs> and then she just fucking spews blood on the floor.
1: Yeah, so it definitely leaves me with more questions than I had before, because it's like, okay, so he's a supernatural being, right? Or is yeah. he? I mean, he was at least brought back, because remember he's, like, poking at, like, the gunshot yeah, he had, wound. like a huge, his, like,
0: gash the, in the back of the head.
1: But he's also insane.
0: He's hilariously insane.
1: Yeah, because he's seeing someone that's not there, but is she, like, in a different realm? Because the brother can also see them,
0: Right, well, too. also, you remember... Their father, who passed away from, like, a brain tumor, they say the brain tumor allowed him to see shit also.
1: Yeah, like, pushed on, like, his smart button in his brain
0: or something. Yeah, so the two kids, uh, Jonathan and um, Sienna, I think it was. Yeah, Sienna. Yeah, did they get that from from him? Because, like, she was seeing... What, a tumor? (laughs) The ability to see shit.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't know. The mother was an absolute bitch in the movie, so I wasn't, I wasn't too upset to see her get her face shot off. Whoa! Yeah, some of the kills were crazy over the top, like the guy at the the, the Halloween costume store. Like oh the, my god, that cold cold guy cold was cold like, cold are cold you fucking to the
1: eye. serious? Like, Art wants to buy the glasses, like these goofy flower glasses, which is just hilarious. Him wearing them, but then he like takes out his garbage bag and he's like trying to pay. He's like, oh, where's my money? Uh, and he just keeps piling yeah. shit onto the counter and the guy's like are you fucking it's like butcher knives
0: me? saws yeah he hands him like two bloody dollar bills or something he's like what
1: dollar dollar fuck? bill
0: yo. that was a great kill scene the bed scene like you mentioned uh, just fucking great and you know what people complained that the hour was like the, the movie was like two hours and 20 minutes long i didn't even notice
1: yeah it went by you know fairly quickly they were there's a lot of a lot of things happening. So Yeah. I, I can only imagine that the stuff that they might have cut out. I don't know. I know.
0: Well, I thought I heard it was just it, it essentially supposed to be like a three and a half hour movie. Oh my god. Like that's how much shit they cut out.
1: That would have been like that might have been torture.
0: Yeah. But this this one, yeah, was it a little long for a slasher? Yeah. But it was eh, a good yeah, I,
1: It flowed. I, I stayed engaged. Okay, so I'm going no. a little crazy with this one. Uh, so this is my number two.
0: You're number one, right?
1: No, this is my number two. Uh, part two. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I couldn't I, I was thinking about doing a top eleven. So I'll just do so it. So I'll do, a, do, do a double double. So this is this is another two. Drake! Christmas, bloody Christmas by Joe Bagos. I saw it on Friday and I'd already printed out my list, and I just like this movie is so good. Like it was so much fun. Yeah, it sounds stupid, A uh, AI, robotic Santa Claus. The company's recalling them, of course, but no one pays any attention to the news happening in the background. So he grabs an axe and goes on a merry mayhem massacre. <laughs> uh, I do like to say, I, th- I believe his name is Robbie in the film. He did prove our lead wrong, if you know what I mean.
0: He did. Yes, he did. He 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 backed up his gab. Yes, <laughs> that's
1: fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah. So the movie's <laughs> it's brutal. Uh, there's uh, there is a lot of dialogue. It's a little dialogue heavy, um, but I like that with with the characters. We also have Dora Madsen, Jonah Ray of uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, right? Yeah. I don't know. Just seemed like. People you'd want to actually hang out with and not die with. But, I mean, win in Rome, right?
0: I thought she was kind of loud at some points. She like wasn't.
1: Uh, she was drinking. It very, was Christmas Eve, and she was yeah. angry. And to quote her, I'm horny, and it's the holiday.
0: Fair. Okay.
1: Beautifully shot. Very colorful.
0: Can't wait to see what his next movie might be. So, do you do your number one now? Because that was like two number twos, right? Oh, yeah. Number one.
1: Directed and written by Ty West. X. Music by Tyler Bates and Chelsea Wolfe. We have Mia Goth, Brittany Snow, Jenna Ortega again. Can we just say how awesome she is? And, like, she's been all over the place this year. She's in three of my top ten, or top eleven, she she just dropped in in Wednesday, on Netflix. Kid Cuddy. Martin Henderson. So we have a group of fun type people. They are basically getting an Airbnb at a farmhouse, but this is set in the seventies. They are going to shoot a very artistic film called The Farmer's Daughter. What kind of can, film is this? I would say a boudoir film.
0: You can you can make a good adult film. A tasteful adult film. Oh, hell yeah. I mean,
1: just because there's dicks and pussies doesn't mean it can't be deep. (laughs) Ah. Ha ha! No, but seriously. uh, That's basically the setup, but it's deeper than that. It's not just a simple slasher. You have ageism. There's the whole old versus young. It's it's a really cool movie. The music is amazing. The kills are brutal, brutal. Fucking. Oh my god. Some they of those to the eye. That is the literally the one I was thinking <laughs> of off the top of my head. You've got a- everything you could want in a movie. Like sex, drugs, rock and roll, violence. I mean, it's all there. It, it This movie checks off all the boxes. I saw this for my birthday. Jenna and I went like we a night out in the town, got a babysitter, hanging out. It was just like perfect. This is way back in March. And I literally texted you and I said, if this movie isn't my number one, then that means that a six brain movie came out. And that's impossible because <laughs> we only go to five. I, I love this movie. One of my runner ups, Pearl. Which is like see, the, I the, seen the prequel, that. and then next year something to look forward to. Maxine, spelled with a triple X. <laughs>
0: so I'm assuming Pearl is the old lady, right?
1: The old lady as like a younger self. Right. And you can so, see so when Mia, she starts so, to go. Yeah.
0: Whew. Yeah. So and so Mia Goth essentially just plays the young version of her.
1: Uh, Mia Goth plays the old version of her too. Oh. Yeah. There's a really cool think. video. It's like a, like a time-lapse thing, and it shows like all the makeup work that they did. So, yes, she plays Maxine as well as young Pearl in the prequel and old lady Pearl in X. Yeah, this movie was awesome. Sexy, nice. awesome, cool.
0: I agree. Awesome movie. Yeah. All right. Number one. Four years after the events of last year's Halloween Kills, Laurie is, no, uh, oh wait, no, wrong one, sorry. Take that back. What? Uh, 1979, where would you like to go to shoot a tasteful adult movie? <laughs> what the, f- I'm so confused. So, I was trying to fake that my number one was Halloween Ends, but I, I bailed.
1: <laughs> you couldn't stick the landing on that one, dude. Yeah. I was so mad. <laughs>
0: That's, I'm like, he's going to be pissed if I pick this movie as my number one.
1: Because uh, I, I had my drink ready. I was like, here we go. We're going to cheers. I know it's a double. Wait, what? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to take out a little fun. I'm like, I can't. I can't seriously do this. <laughs> so, yeah. 1979. You just said it. A uh, determined to trailblaze a new kind of cinema and reinvent the adult film genre. Burlesque owner and ambitious producer Wade recruits a group of young filmmakers to shoot their movie, *The Farmer's Daughter*. I mean, he be, literally just two seconds ago went over this whole thing. Um, my number one, X. Such a good movie, great cast. So
1: that's a double double.
0: That's a that's a double double. Yes. Cheers, so yeah, my. my Like halfway through, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, it'd be fucking hilarious if I told them my number one was Halloween Ends.
1: Okay, so Halloween Ends did not make my list. But that being said, I don't think it deserves all the hate that it's getting. Is it my favorite Michael Myers movie? No, not even close. Is it the worst one? Like if we did a power ranking or whatever, it wouldn't be in my bottom. Uh, anytime we get to hang out with Michael Myers is cool. I just think maybe we could have hung out with him a little more, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I, I, I want to say I heard that the people's like biggest gripes were just he wasn't in it enough.
1: Yeah. Maybe throw us a ball. Bo- like, I did like the whole, like, the town is cursed thing and, like, yeah. people were going crazy. But <sighs> that sewer fight. <laughs> I literally was like, what the fuck is going on? What, what is this? But yeah yeah I mean l- look at this over the year we we are blessed as horror fans. We got a new Michael Myers movie. We got new Dario Argento. We got a new predator, new Chucky, a new hell priest, new Leatherface, new ghostface, new art, new Charlie, new weird Al. I'm sorry, the movie was hilarious. <laughs> I know it's not horror, but it was awesome. I mean,
0: yeah, I, yeah. There was a bunch of a bunch of other movies that you know that I I haven't even mentioned. I mean, there was a cool uh, vampire movie. The Invitation was pretty good.
1: I did not see The Invitation, but you were talking about cool vampire movies. Yeah, Blood Relatives. That was a, that was really fun. Smile. Smile was.
0: Smile was one. Yeah, rather entertaining. Quite, yeah, it didn't quite make my list, but it was still really good.
1: Yeah, that was still creepy as fuck glorious revealer hellbender the new hellraiser was a sight to behold who invited them was a fun little shutter thing vhs 99 but i think the best movie that did not actually make my list because it's a fake movie and we just made it up nature trail to hell was probably the coolest movie of 2022
0: yeah but yeah no a lot of a lot of good stuff this year there's going to be a lot of good stuff next year.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, look at this. Cocaine bear. Scream oh, like, 6. Did you,
0: have you see the trailer for that? Yeah, it
1: looks hilarious.
0: The, 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 the bear on his back on the ground, like... Eh, eh. It's
1: based on a true story. No, I know. I mean, obviously heavily exaggerated. The, I think the bear just, like, did all the coke and then probably yelled <laughs> something like, There's no picnic basket! And then just <laughs> keeled over dead. Heart exploding. Uh we got Megan, which looks kinda cool. An AI friend robot. Obviously, AI is recipe for disaster. Renfield, Nicholas Cage, plays Dracula's Ooh. psychotic familiar. I've only seen two like pictures from that so far, and he just looks he looks insane. I can imagine he, he is just insane. cages out. Uh, what else do we got coming up? Uh, I heard a rumor about a new Exorcist, uh, Maxine, yeah. the ending of the X-Trilogy, Quiet Place Day 1. What else happened this year? The Walking Dead series finale. You know, quote, unquote. Because, I mean, there's so many spin-offs and, and whatnot happened. But I think they ended it perfectly. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that wraps up our year. That was a... Uh, it was a pretty fun year. And you know what we got coming up? We're coming close to a hundred, baby. Yeah. So I don't know what we're gonna do for that episode, but it's gonna be big. All right, so always, you know, fans of the dead podcast at gmail dot com. Drop us a line. Suggestion for a movie or a tangent at fansofthedead of the dead one on Twitter. Follow us there. YouTube, yep, uh, Fans of the Dead, check out our videos, like, subscribe, you know, hit the bell, hit the thingies.
0: Check us out on Instagram, follow us there, Fans of the Dead podcast. Uh, Facebook, Fans of the Dead. Our website, fansofthedead.com. You can check out all of our episodes, all of our videos. Buy a shirt. Uh, prescribedfilms.com is another place you can, you can check us out. Anchor.fm. We're everywhere, bro.
1: Yeah, we're everywhere, bro. Yeah, to circle back, though, if you're last-minute shopping, you need to get something for your loved one, some Fans of the Dead swag is the way to go. Yeah. Nothing like coming home to your woman naked except for a Fans of the Dead t-shirt. Pokey's poking. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think we took it a little too far. But that's okay. We'll see y'all next year. Have fun. Be safe. Peace. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your earholes with audio joy, Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.